For a few years now, Congress and regulatory agencies have been issuing warnings for big tech. And in the past week, those threats got more real. On June 11th, Congress introduced five antitrust bills that target Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google, and could potentially break up their core businesses. A few days later, the White House appointed Lena Khan, a big enemy for big tech, as a commissioner of the Federal Trade Commission. The agency then enforces antitrust laws. Then it made her their leader. Here to explain is Shereen Ghaffari. Hey, Shereen. Hey, Ronnie. So, Shereen, we've talked about her before, but for those who don't know, who is Lena Khan? So, Lena Khan is a legal scholar, and she's actually the youngest person to ever join and furthermore lead the FTC. She's 32, and she's really made a name for herself as a kind of expert on antitrust law and someone who's been a major, major critic of big tech and its alleged monopoly power. I think one of the challenges is just the deep information asymmetries that exist between some of these firms and and enforcers and regulators. Um, You know, I I think it's clear that in some instances, the agencies have been a little slow to catch up to the underlying business realities and the empirical realities of how these markets work. And so I think at the very least, you know, ensuring that the agencies are doing everything they can to keep pace is going to be important. So she's publicly advocated for breaking up big tech companies like Amazon. She wrote a famous paper a few years ago that totally changed the way people were thinking about how you could even potentially go after big tech companies for being monopolies. And she has a lot of support politically from a wide range of people. So everyone from you know the progressive Senator Elizabeth Warren to Republican Senator Josh Hawley have supported Lena Khan, which is pretty notable. Right, yeah, it's crazy to have bipartisan support these days. So how are big tech industry leaders reacting to her appointment? So big tech industry leaders clearly are not pleased about her appointment, let alone her being chair of the whole FTC, which is quite a powerful agency, right? Because the FTC can block major tech companies from buying other smaller companies. So for example, the FTC could in the future stop Facebook from acquiring the next Instagram. It could even go back and retroactively try to separate out companies like Facebook from Instagram. That would be harder to do. But overall, the fact that someone who so openly has said that she thinks that these tech companies have too much power is now in power and has the ability to really harm their business, that that is not looking good for the tech industry. So they see her as someone who could fundamentally harm their business. Do we know much about Khan's plans for the FTC yet? We don't know exactly what she's going to do, but we know that she is going to pursue the the whole strain of legal thought that she has essentially pioneered around trying to make the case that when big tech companies are too big, they're hurting consumers. They're hurting uh, everyday Americans. Even if, let's say, Facebook is offering a free social media network for people, that it still could be harming us because we don't have as much of a choice about other alternatives that we could use to Facebook, for example. So she kind of like changed the definition of how a monopoly can harm consumers. Because traditionally, people thought that if something's a monopoly, that means that you're going to be paying higher prices. Like if a railroad company was a monopoly, you would see that reflected in the fact that you're paying really high ticket prices. That's not the case here with these tech companies. Google, Facebook, Amazon, most of their services are pretty much free to us. But Lena Khan has really uh, made a case that there are other ways these companies are hurting the economy and individuals. 
So how are big tech companies trying to counter that argument? Well, they're trying to say that basically it has no basis that, you know, that actually when when companies like Google or Facebook acquire startups uh, like Instagram uh, or Fitbit, that they're helping the economy, that, you know, these companies may have not succeeded if a big tech company hadn't come in and bought their business and made them more profitable. A lot of them are really making the case that over-regulating a tech industry could do more harm than good. And so one thing that they're worried about, for example, is if you start telling a company like Apple that you can't pre-install apps on phones, well, that could mean that you don't have maps installed on your phone. You don't have even iMessage or something like that installed on your phone. And you know, there's a case that when Apple puts its own kind of software like iMessage or Find My iPhone on there that you're sucked into kind of their environment. But on the other hand, people also find this stuff incredibly useful and it may be hard for them to sort of navigate around that and like hack their own iPhone apps. So, uh, you know, the, the congressman who was leading that legislation came out and said he would make sure that iPhones could still have, you know, apps installed on them and he would just make it so that it's more fair. But we're going to see a lot of this back and forth where industry people in big tech are going to say, wait a second, this regulation is going too far. This could actually hurt people and and make it more inconvenient for them to use these tech products that we all know and love because they're so easy to use like the iPhone. They're also arguing that if if you were to start separating out the different very lucrative lines of businesses in these big tech companies, like let's say you took away Google's ads business from Gmail and everything else, that it would be hard for the companies to continue to give away things like Gmail for free. So, you know, they may hang this sort of threat of, hey, do you really want to be charged for your email or for doing a Google search? Because that's what it may come down to if someone like Lena Khan and the FTC were to break up our businesses. Right. Okay, so just before Khan's appointment, Congress introduced five antitrust bills. How do those play into all of this? They are very related because Lena Khan actually was helping uh, lead an investigation into all these tech companies' alleged monopolistic practices for um, like a year and a half. And that investigation that she was running was with a congressman named Congressman Cicilline. And Cicilline is the one who's now really leading all these new bills to try to regulate big tech. Many of the practices used by these companies have harmful economic effects. They discourage entrepreneurship, destroy jobs, hike costs, and degrade quality. Simply put, they have too much power. This power staves off new forms of competition, creativity, and innovation. So essentially, Cicilline and Khan are kind of working hand-in-hand to have this two-pronged kind of uh, antitrust action against big tech companies. One is through these actual bills that could turn into laws, right, that could change the game for how big tech companies are regulated. And the other is through the actual enforcement agency, which Lena Khan is now in charge of, the FTC, which would go and pursue those potential new laws and actually start fining or demanding the companies change their business based on the law. So all of this is well and good, but can Khan really make these sweeping changes that would you know, fundamentally change the tech industry? It's going to be tough. First of all, she has a narrow uh, kind of margin of support on the FTC for strong antitrust action. You know, she has to get a majority of the five commissioners to support whatever agenda she wants to pursue. Right now, it seems like things are in her favor, but that could change if, if one member of the FTC changes. The other thing is under existing antitrust law, 
it's pretty outdated and it's difficult in some ways to go after these tech companies, which are fundamentally very different businesses than the railroad monopolies or even the telecoms companies of years past. So that's why Congressman Cicilline and others are trying to change the law to update it to make it more applicable to tech companies. But if those laws don't get updated, it will be harder for a con to make the case that even under these old, outdated laws, these new tech companies are still uh, applicable. Thanks so much for talking with us, Shreen. Thanks for having me. I'm Ronnie Mola, and this is Rico Daily. This episode was produced by Sophie Lalonde and Alan Rodriguez Espinoza and engineered by Melissa Pones and Hemlock Creek Productions. Let us know what you want to learn more about. Email us at ricodaily at rico.net.